0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element
1: it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one.
2: Let's give your parents a call right now.
1: Hello, welcome to episode number 38 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a three-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi there. And our lovely video producer, Simone de Rochefort.
0: I'm so sad. I can't see your lovely face. Oh, yeah. I miss you. I'm, yeah. Come I'm home, whole. Nicole.
1: I, I'm uh, on house arrest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, and I also, didn't know about that part.
2: <laughs> You're supposed to tell the boss when you get arrested.
1: Yeah. Um, then we're also joined by Courtney Holmes. Didn't want to forget to Hello. Courtney. I'm here, too. Yeah, you can forget Courtney. <laughs> oh. No, that would be a terrible thing. <laughs> Thank you. But no, I'm stuck in my house for a good reason. It's because I had surgery over the weekend and mm-hmm. I am recuperating. That's
0: pretty legit. Casual surgery. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> that's well, okay, we man. miss you and we're glad that you are recuperating,
1: having a, yes. a chill time at home. Yeah, it's almost I feel bad about it because it was sort of it was voluntary surgery, so it was kind of self inflicted, but you well, know,
0: I'm that's why I'm making a huge mess on your desk for when you return. Oh, so boy. that you will be able to, you know. Put in some time to make up for what you've lost, right?
1: But I didn't leave a bunch of Dr. Pepper cans for bottles <laughs> this time, Well, I left them there for you. Oh, okay. You found ones uh-huh. and just set them there. Yeah, or, just, oh, I just—I mean, okay.
0: there's a dumpster right outside the office door. I just—you oh know—went through it. Oh, <laughs> god. I mean, that's what I do for dinner anyway. Usually, you
2: are a raccoon. I, I believe that. <laughs> You're in your garbage
1: cans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh. God, what is it now you've eaten a day old burrito okay do we have a, a to go sandwich. through the list <laughs> yeah, again a sandwich from the garbage can garbage sandwich day old desk burrito Um. A stale piece of rum cake stale rum <laughs> cake that rum, cake. That rum cake was burrito. amazing
0: that was worth my time <laughs> <laughs> oh man still no food poisoning suck it yeah. universe <laughs>
1: okay yeah that's, it, it's coming it's just a matter of time nah um So yeah, so let's get into some news. Uh, PlayStation is having this crazy huge sale this week where... Almost every game that you can think of is discounted and is discounted even more if you have PlayStation Plus account. So we're talking big stuff like Dragon Age Inquisition and Infamous, Second Son. And whatever the on the list that some of you guys wanted to get? Uh,
0: I saw I think I saw Assassin's Creed Black Flag and then I was like, yeah, Assassin's Creed. And then I just kind of scrolled and it felt like I was scrolling through infinity. It's a very (laughs) why are they having this sale? It's awesome.
1: Yeah. I have no idea. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, there's, there's some, you know, timing, marketing, mm-hmm. business reason for having the sale. But yeah, um, I would wonder
0: if there's a game you're excited for, it's probably on that list. And th- there was a bunch of small stuff, too. It wasn't just big stuff like Assassin's Creed and Dragon Age, there were some indie games that I noticed on there as well.
3: Child of yeah. Light was on the list. Yay! Which yeah. I've been meaning to get for months, but I can't decide if I want uh. it for my Mac or for my Wii U or for my PlayStation 4. Dude, get it for
1: the <laughs> PS4. Okay. <laughs> See, that was easy. Now it's solved. Yeah. I'm not biased. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Any platform is great. That, that game is fantastic. And I am mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Yes. So, <laughs> anyone else? Linda? Was there something on there that you were looking for, even though you don't have a PS4? That's the reason I wasn't looking at that. List. Uh,
2: <laughs> you
0: didn't want the pain. Uh,
2: I don't have one yet. One of these days I might get one. But yeah. yeah. Nope.
1: Yeah. So it's huge if you have a PS4 or even a PS3 mm-hmm. or even a PS Vita. Hey. <laughs> available for you to purchase. Like um, Simone.
2: Simone has a PS Vita. I'm the one. I'm She's the person. She's the only yeah. one.
0: <laughs> Probably hey, has me and Steve have those Libets. games already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All five games that are available for the PS Vita. I shouldn't make jokes about that console. I love it so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We've been through this conversation before. (laughs) Um, So it's award season. It's award season for everything. It's award season for TV and movies. And so it's award season for games as well. And so the finalists for DICE and GDC uh, have all been announced. GDC is the Game Developers Choice Awards, DICE stands for Design, Innovate, Communicates, and Entertain. And that's a very uh, fancy-schmancy award thing. It's like the the Academy Awards to the Golden Globes. Oh, of. nice. <laughs> yeah. So those uh, finalists are picked by people from companies who are members of the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. So it kind of narrows the field a little bit from people who pick... Um, The winners for GDC Mm -hmm. um but they pretty much have every game on there that you would expect like Fallout is on there Rise of the Tomb Raider is on there Mm -hmm. um but one of the things that was really cool is that Undertale is on there which is a small indie game that everybody loves and I know one of our writers absolutely like the one who reviewed it he just said it's amazing yeah so I've
0: it was interesting to see how much was in common between the those two lists. I mean, Undertale and her story seem to be really sweeping any category that has anything to do with narrative or indie games. Yeah. And then Metal Gear and The Witcher are kind of dominating the other spheres. Yeah. I think we all know what didn't make it on that I'm sad about, but we won't talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about it later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider was on there, right? I don't remember what yes. it was for.
1: Yes, it was uh, for Game of the Year and I think for Game Direction. Oh yeah. Is that yeah. for the Dice Awards or the uh, That was ones? the DICE. Dice. I didn't yeah, yeah. I didn't actually look at all the GDC ones, but definitely for Dice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be great if they won Game Direction because I know the game director for Rise of the
0: Chim. That would be awesome. So <laughs> Yet um, another name drop feather for
1: your cap. I think I've already <laughs> name dropped him around E three because he was on stage talking about the game. But, yeah, he used to be, like, a creative director artist at the developer that I worked for. So, nice, yes, it was awesome. So, I hope that would be awesome if he win that. Um, although, I don't know what the chances actually are. Nicole, you,
2: you should actually drop his name. Because... Yeah, what is
1: his name? <laughs> his name I is forget Brian it. Horton. Oh, Brian Horton. Yes, I guess okay. I should have said his name. So, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. he can win an award there. name drop It's yeah. an important
0: component of the name drop is when you The moment is. when you really we drop a name. the name. Say the name. So
1: <laughs> Sometimes I get a little squeamish though about giving people's names, although I try to do it always in a positive light. Yeah. So of course.
2: Yeah. Well, he should be proud of what he did. Seriously, with that. It's an he amazing should. It's game. awesome. Yeah. I'm
1: glad mm-hmm. to see it get some recognition because it's been kind of left off. Oh yeah. Uh, the other stuff. It wasn't mm. up for like any of the game award awards. Mm. Um,
3: yeah, I don't really it's think kind of it. Kind sad. Uh, I don't really think it made many nominations in the uh, GDC list. Uh, mm-hmm. Though I did see that it it got at least one honorable mention. I don't have the whole list memorized or in front of me right now. <laughs> Whose fault is that, Courtney? What were you doing with your time today? I was writing down a list of <laughs> seventeen <laughs> games I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, what was
0: I going to say? Yeah, Fallout Four I think kind of swept Tomb Raider up in all its accolades when it came yeah. out. So it was just it was a brutal
1: season, wasn't it? It was and not just, you know, same season Fallout 4 came out the same day. Yeah. As Tomb Raider. <laughs> Yikes. Very unfortunate. It's like Tina Fey's movie, um, Sisters. Sisters, which came out on the same day as Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they joked about that a that. lot. On NPR, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I haven't I haven't seen it. I kind of want to go see it. They did this big trailer that was like, um, like documentary style where J.J. A- Abrams and stuff, how they talked about Star Wars, only they start, talked about their movie. And <laughs> they had like... British accents for no reason and, yeah, it was just, it was hilarious. That's delightful. I wish I could do a British accent for no reason <laughs> or so
0: that I could, you know, assimilate in England. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, would that help you with your Assassin's Creed syndicate? Oh, no doubt. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was always way too scared to try to do a British accent when I was actually in England because I knew everyone don't. would know of <laughs> yeah. Never do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't don't worry. Never. Okay. Never going to happen. A friend oh. of mine
2: did that drunk in a bar in England one time. It oh, no. didn't go over that well. So was I he okay? Really did he
0: she... survive? She survived. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear.
2: Oh, dear. Yeah, I hate to not... say it, yeah. but
1: that's probably because she was a she. Not I
2: know, right? <laughs> A very pretty woman, so she didn't get in trouble. I
1: always yeah. feel bad
0: because you know I imitate things, right? I'll, unconsciously, I'll start imitating th- sounds that I hear. So that's when what I, my
2: friend did, right? Yeah, she it didn't mean not to do totally
0: it. intentional. <laughs> I mean, at the point where you're going like bloody hell, that's probably <laughs> intentional, and you should not do that because the English will laugh at you. Yeah. But <laughs> at a certain point, you know, it's it's kind of subconscious.
3: There are definitely a couple of words that I I left. My study abroad program saying vitamins and zebra just because, like, if you (laughs) said it – some things with, like, the American way, they literally didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, my God. Like zucchini. Yeah. They don't say zucchini in England. They say courgette. Courgette. yeah, Yeah. French. Which is odd
0: since they hate France. Um, That (laughs) happened to me with the town Bath. Because I I was staying with someone and he was like, no, you can't say Bath. That's not okay. You have to say Bath. And I was like, no, I sound like a fool when I say Bath because I'm not English. (laughs) Bath. I'm going to Bath for the day. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Bath.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, That's how I got banned from England. One time when I was young, we took a trip down to Georgia for no reason I can – you know discern right now but my (laughs) my sister picked up a southern draw while we were down there like honestly like Ah. spoke like southern draw when we were back uh in ohio for like a week did she know she was doing it i don't think she realized she Ah. was doing it
0: i love southern accents yeah i i have repeatedly been mocked when i attempt to do (laughs) one but um that won't stop me. You can't stop me, South, and you also can't stop me from saying the word "y'all," which is a very convenient pluralization of "you." So, it is. I'm taking it back for the Pacific I'd Northwest. I use that sometimes too. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> 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 I'm really excited oh, to go to Texas next week, or not next week. Is it next week? Tell me it's not next week. I think it's not next week. Oh, thank God! The week after next week, I'm really excited to go to Texas for pac so, South. So, I got to practice. Yes. If you guys practice. live
1: in Texas, uh, you can look for Simone. Uh, you always, you only have to go to our website to find out what she looks like. Yeah. So that you can follow her around and you know do whatever. <laughs> Please do. I, I would love to have strangers
0: following me through the streets, especially if they're offering me like barbecue or fried chicken or something. <laughs> Any of the Tex-Mex. Tex South Pac- <laughs> tickets are still available, right? I, I believe the three days are sold out, but there are single day passes left. So, um, so yeah, do, it was a really cool show last year. Very small, very um, chill and fun. I would def- definitely recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you're on Rooster Teeth's home turf in Texas. So, you get to see them after a short drive rather than flying across the country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's coming this year, though. I'm excited. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Do you know of any big games that are being shown? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Might have to look into that a little
1: bit. I haven't even
0: bought my plane tickets yet. I'm honestly just so, I am so scattered at, this pr- specific moment in Get time. Get together,
1: de For I know, Holmes. <laughs> I hope One of you... our writers is going to be there. Uh, oh, really? Or, yeah, Eric Watson. Oh, yeah. He's Texas, so. Cool. You guys should totally. Maybe I'll say hi to him. I was going to say hook up. No, you shouldn't hook up. You should totally just. I will endeavor not to hook <laughs> yes. up with Eric Watson. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a yeah. married dad, I think. That yep. He is a, a dad. Yes. Several roadblocks
0: on the way to our love. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his daughter's about the same age as Anna, actually. So we can commiserate on a lot of things. He's a good writer. <laughs> he is. He's an awesome writer. I'm so glad we found him. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Speaking of awesome, Games Done Quick uh, is this uh, little, I don't know what you want to call it, event organization where lots of people get together and try to, you know, make games as quickly as they can and beat games as quickly as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they raised, what was it, like? two million dollars for charity um it was um, this over year, a million this year
2: it was 1.2 mm-hmm. last nice. year they raised 1.5 because they had some sort of deal with the humble bundle sale mm-hmm. with that but um they've got hundreds of thousands of views and it's just great uh, twice a year they do it and raise um millions of dollars for charity Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. So it's great. They pick a different charity every time, I think.
2: No, I think every winter they do the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Oh, okay. I'm not, not sure what they do in the summer. Yeah, very cool. Yeah.
0: So, like, do speed runs and stuff,
2: and mm-hmm. speed runs. And um, I noticed because it was trending on Twitter, the Super Mario Maker thing was training on twitter and i was like what's going on i was like oh yeah this thing <laughs> it's that time again it's that time of year so yeah it's really fun to watch people yep. enjoy watching it it's so cool that they can raise that much
0: money multiple times a year that's amazing to me yeah that it's like
2: done. that you know telethon model where they just get people to donate mm-hmm. and then they'll announce if you donate they'll announce that you donated and that's yeah.
1: really cool cool wow yeah yeah that just made me think back to the uh to the telethon era I don't know do people even do telethons anymore? Yes,
0: because they do. <laughs> Kiss FM does one for Christmas every year, not for Christmas but around that season, and I I feel like it is always happening in December. It's um, but it's effective. They do it for Seattle Children's Hospital, I believe, and they always make a ton of money. So yeah, and,
1: and Pierre cool. has
0: fundraisers too that involve mm-hmm. phone banks. So that archaic service, radio, still does
1: telethons. Actually, I was talking about, like, television. Yeah. Oh. You know where they have all the people oh. in the rows and there's telephones. Where the yeah. tele of
3: actually
0: comes in to
1: play. <laughs> okay, I see. I, I have, see. I, so many
3: movies that I grew up watching were recorded off of telethons that, like, instead of commercial break, it would cut to, like, the people on PBS showing off the lovely tote bag. <laughs> right. I want to do exactly. that. I'd
0: love to just be on TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was that guy's name? He did like the muscular dystrophy one every year. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Linda, I knew you would know that one. Yeah. Except- Is he still doing that? Do you know?
2: Um I don't think he's with us anymore,
1: Nicole. Oh,
2: okay. That guy'd be like a million years old by now.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a familiar name, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know the, I don't have a face. You guys to with don't
2: it. know Jerry Lewis? I just Are said I knew his me? name. I don't know. A, I oh don't have a face God. or any
0: kind of association. Just like this vague knowledge that a man named Jerry Lewis lived.
2: He did all those movies with. Uh, it was Dean Martin right? Oh yeah, Dean Martin, all those Jerry movies. Lewis.
0: Yeah, hey, Dean Martin. That's another name that I know. He
2: he played.
0: <laughs> Cray- he was hot, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know
0: he's more my mother's
2: generation oh yeah. <laughs> you know jerry lewis was a groundbreaking comedian who did crazy characters that and he would scream and like act crazy and okay the french people loved him <laughs> really he was very popular in france do you, i do not know why but look him up you, you I'll should look know. him up
0: did dean martin have a saxophone
2: no. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I'm just curious. Oh, my
2: God, you guys.
1: Okay. Wow. Oh, okay. you're so young. In um, news that is great for parents, um, specifically if you work for EA, they have updated their parental leave policy to 10 weeks of paid leave. Yeah, which good for is them. awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that a lot? In terms, of, I mean, I know, I know. In this country, we have a terrible problem with not offering paid leave. Ten weeks to me doesn't seem like a very long amount of time it's after a ton. childbirth.
1: I don't know any other company that offers that much.
0: That is awesome and yeah. sad at the same time. Yeah, but awesome for EA. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah. Most companies um, are between the two to four paid leave range, and then in California, you can. Uh, I don't know if it's up same up here or not, but then you, you can be on disability for huh. a while, which gives you like, I don't know, 60% of yeah. your salary or something for like six weeks. Um, and then in California, they have like this additional uh, leave that is not paid for, but that you can take and your company cannot fire you for it, okay. uh, which is always helpful.
2: Yeah. Uh- it's, it's really not nice to get fired when you have a little tiny baby at home to support good heavens
0: yeah and i think the blog post said that if you qualified for disability leave at ea and had a child you could add that to the maternity leave as well
1: yeah that's that's usually how it works you get your get your paid leave from your employer and then you get your disability stuff after that learning
0: all kinds of things about having babies and corporate (laughs) culture
1: (laughs) kind of sucks
0: that it only applies after you've worked there for a year though i mean if you yeah, that's the got way they pregnant, all are. Or if you were pregnant when you were hired, that would be crappy.
1: Yeah. Well, supposedly that was that would probably be something that you could negotiate before mm. you got hired. Yeah. Um, but if you get pregnant while you're working there, uh, then yeah, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. And that that's the federal law. Like, yeah. you have to be at the place. Well, some, they can override that. Companies can override that and do whatever they want. But by law if you have to have been at the uh at the place for a year. Wow. To qualify for stuff. Yeah. I had no idea. That's yeah. rough. <laughs> it is. It is. Why in the world is that a federal law? I have no idea because the That's government loves to me. This <laughs> is more than it loves people, but we're getting into a discussion that is yeah. going somewhere I really don't want it to. Go. Yeah.
0: So, hooray for EA! Yes, hooray for, for applause. EA. Babies. Um, Babies for everyone. <laughs>
1: um, and then our last little bit of news here before we talk about uh, games that we're excited for. Sony. Oh, silly Sony. Oh. Ah. Tried to trademark the term <laughs> let's play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so
3: they still might succeed. They have until oh, uh, the end of June to appeal the decision Um, But basically, the reason why their trademark request was rejected was not because Let's Play is a popular part of gaming vernacular, but because there's already a company called Let's Play with a Z, and their application to trademark was sufficiently similar to PlayStation's, which was like, it's about watching video games being played online.
2: (laughs) God. Somebody really needs to educate the trademark office. I hope someone knows something over there because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. When it comes to
3: trademarks and patents, I feel like there's a lot of very messy disorganization going on in the United States.
0: A user on NeoGAF pointed out that this is a move on Sony's part probably more to limit uh, YouTube and companies like Xbox or Microsoft as they try to maybe brand things with Let's Play. But I can't see how it wouldn't also affect people who make Let's Plays for money on YouTube, just because yeah. that's—I mean—the yeah. Let's Play channel is owned by Rooster Teeth. They got in on the ground when Let's Play started becoming popular and took that channel name, so that kind of belongs to them now, and they're part of the reason that Let's Plays are so popular. Um, I
2: well, I, I did a little research on this mm-hmm. too about where the term came from in the first place and it's been around a long time like mm-hmm. 2004 or even before that. Yeah. On a website called something awful.
0: Yeah. Um which is a
2: comedy website and they have forums and they had, you know, the first people that started doing the rudimentary let's plays started there so i don't get how a company like sony could decide that they
1: (laughs) deserve that it just doesn't make any sense to me yeah sony does a lot of things that don't make any sense like they did a fake blog uh during the ps3 a fake uh, blog blog a fake blog okay like, supposedly, well, like, it was this person who was, like, a fan and made this blog and said, Sony is awesome. Oh. And then everybody found out that it was Sony that was actually do- doing it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. That's low. Sony, come yeah, the, on. This annoys me even more than the, the Saga saga, as I think Ingrid put it on Twitter, <laughs> uh, where King tried to, or challenged the Banner Saga's trademark of Saga, because I, I was reading the Kotaku article on that, and...
1: King they also that. challenged somebody's uh, trademark on candy. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was crap. Yeah. <laughs> that
3: was a more complicated thing. But you, you yeah, it's the kind saga of like, first. yeah, they yeah. have
0: to, they have to challenge it just in case somebody does come along and tries to claim something that is very heavily related to Candy Crush Saga, because you know they are the biggest app out there using those words. So someone could really try to ride on their coattails and get money off of that. So any any kind of challenge towards the word saga yeah, <laughs> has the, to be, yeah.
3: So the argument in favor of King uh, copywriting saga is that they do have a whole bunch of games that end in the word saga and the mm. app store and um, like Google Play stores are traditionally like they're flooded with apps. There's so many on there and it's really easy to pass a fake one off. And so they were trying to hypothetically protect their customers from being scammed by someone who was trying to make a product that looks like one of those. On the flip side, saga is a word that's been around for thousands of years yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's kind of preposterous to suggest that you own this piece of the English language.
2: I, I just that, – that whole thing is what bugs me about it. That's our English language. That's our common words, right? So, But see, how- I
0: understand lawyers saying, OK, we have to challenge this just so it sets a precedent. I don't understand trying to trademark Let's Play I like I okay both of those things are kind of like uh why are you doing this but the challenge or the try, trying to trademark let's play to me is even worse just because it's not even like no one is using it as a specific like it, it's a cultural thing at this point like that is very very heavily tied to gaming and it's bizarre to me that you could like swoop in as a corporation and try to say okay now this is our thing even though Thousands, millions of Let's Plays have been published on YouTube. Yeah,
2: nobody even associates Let's Plays with Sony in particular.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. weird. Sony, why?
2: I, I
1: yeah, our yeah. government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can. They're so far behind <laughs>
3: I can see why a trademark lawyer might look at somebody who's posting video and, like, f- game footage and dialogue of a video game that their company produced and they're sharing it online for free. Why that might make-, make a lawyer be like, we should do something about this. But on the other hand, having those Let's Plays out there is, like, mm-hmm. such a great marketing tool for these games. And I ultimately feel like it helps them and their community way more than it hurts them. And so I, I always hope that game companies will do what they can to support that expression online uh, because Let's Plays are awesome and they're great. And I think that they're ultimately a good thing in this earth. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. All right. Um, so, yeah. So uh, today we're going to talk about games that are coming out this year that we are excited for. Yep. Yeah. Our and lovely- Simone oh. said that she has a game that she's not excited for. <laughs>
0: so i'm really excited because rumors have been swirling that there will not be a new assassin's creed game this year and i'm so happy you guys <laughs> <laughs> which sounds weird since you know if you've been listening to this podcast anytime between now and october i have been talking non-stop about assassin's creed because i love it more than life and food and breathing um But they have been releasing a game every year since, I think, 2009. Um, Someone will yell at me if I'm wrong. Please do yell at me. I'd love to be corrected. Uh, So, yeah, that's a lot of games every year. It bops back and forth between the Quebec studio and the Montreal studio. They have different teams working on it. It's just – it's a really brutal cycle. And it's turned out some wonderful games, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate being one of them. But I would just love to see them take a break, take a breather, and think about where they want to take the franchise next, because with Syndicate, they really have this awesome opportunity to say, or to, to put, put out a really wonderful, polished game that moves the story forward in a really meaningful way. And Syndicate has been very well received. Its sales were kind of hurt because people didn't like Unity. So I think that 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 dichotomy there is really a wake-up call for them to say, okay, we can take some time and really think about what we want the next game in this series to be. Since we've laid this awesome groundwork with Syndicate, let's take this forward in a really conscientious way. Uh, One of the other rumors that has been swirling around is that the next game will be set in Egypt, which is also very exciting to me because I would love to see uh, see the timeline of the story go back a bit and explore some places we haven't seen before. They've pretty consistently moved forward from, you know, Renaissance Italy up to Victorian London with a little mix-up in there when they went back in time with Black Flag. But um, Victorian London, I think I would really love to see it go back and explore some of those more um, classical cultures, um, ancient Egypt being one of them. Uh, There were also – there's been talk about it going to Greece and Rome, places like that, which – Is just so, so exciting to me because part of the – one of the things I really love about the Assassin's Creed series is how well you can explore this snapshot of a city at this moment in time. I love that. It's why Mm -hmm. I was attracted to the series in the first place. So, you know, there's many, many centuries of history out there to explore, and I would like to do that. So I'm excited for potentially (laughs) no Assassin's Creed in 2016, (laughs) Egypt 2017.
1: (laughs) That's my rant. Okay, good, so right? what are you excited for? Ah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no. oh, what am I excited for, guys? Do You, you want to look at up. my list? I do want to look yes. at. Your
1: list. <laughs> Go ahead, Courtney. Start your list. <laughs> oh,
3: I just passed it a smoke
1: Oh, uh, I'm excited I'm sure for you Jenny the and
0: The in the Woods,
3: and Rouse. Give me my list back. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, yeah. So I first of all, obviously Zelda for Wii U, like. Uh, if you know, mm, Zelda. What's that, Courtney? <laughs> so, I don't know because they haven't told us what it's named even, and I want it now. And I am. Excited. I thought it was a
0: game called Zelda U, where Zelda goes to university finally. <laughs> After, you know. Wow. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs>
3: okay.
2: That's, I'm feeling uh, insulted too right now, Courtney. Thank you,
0: Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Linda's my Zelda
3: buddy. <laughs> Whatever. So, what we do know about Zelda for Wii U is that it's going to have a much vaster world than we've seen before. Um, from we've seen a, a couple of short snippets of it, and they all seem to involve this like gorgeous, flowing pastures and wooded areas that you can run around and approach from kind of every angle. So, sort of like. The great thing about Wind Waker was that you could sail between all the islands and there were never any loading screens. And it did this great job of making the, the universe feel gigantic, but each of the islands was very small and separated from all the rest. And this, so this kind of takes that idea, but instead of islands, it's all one continuous, beautiful area. Kind of also like Assassin's Creed Syndicate has that too. You can just go and run to the other side of London and it won't stop to load. Uh, when it does stop to load, because you are quick traveling somewhere, it takes forever. Ten but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That,
2: that is one thing about uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I noticed compared to Assassin's Creed is that it loads way faster.
0: Assassin's Creed Most is things slow. load faster than Assassin's <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh Going God. back and forth with Rise of the Tomb Raider, it was... it's really fast. I was surprised at it how was fast, really fast it actually yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe that's what I'm excited for, Rise of the Tomb Raider coming out on PS4.
1: It hasn't been announced
0: that that's happening, happening.
1: (laughs) but hey, it will, it will
0: eventually fall. Go on, Courtney, (laughs) leave Uh, me here to die.
3: Yeah, so we know that there's going to be an older version of Link in this game, and that a lot of the visual style seems pulled from Skyward Sword, which makes me think it's probably earlier in the timeline of the the branching Zelda timeline.
2: That was a pretty one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Skyward Sword
3: was very beautiful. It was also the first Zelda game to have a full orchestral soundtrack.
2: Which, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, nice.
3: before that they all used synth. Um Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh yeah. so I I'm like really
3: I'm very excited for Zelda for Wii U. Um yeah. also Star Fox 0 is finally coming out. It was supposed to come out in November, um but it's been delayed till April. And I had kind of mixed feelings after I played the demo at PAX, but I think once I get the hang of it, the controls are very unusual. Uh, once I get the hang of it, I think it'll be better because uh, you're, you're like, aiming with the gamepad. You swing it around to look at things, but you're also steering with the joystick at the same time. And so I, I frequently found myself, like, wanting to turn, and so I'd move the gamepad, but I didn't turn. And so then I would, like, turn the stick, and then I wasn't looking in the right direction. And it's like I was – I did not feel very synchronized. It was, but um, hopefully these extra months of development are fixing any problems, and I will get the hang of it, and then I will love it. <laughs> Because I love Star Fox.
1: Yeah, it would be really weird for Nintendo to release a game that isn't, like, super polished. Because they never do that.
3: There's, yeah, there's a reason that they delay games a lot. And it's because they have very high standards, I hope. Which (laughs) I appreciate. Either that or they just want to, you know, have a bunch of parties and (laughs) sleepovers. I don't know. They're slacking (laughs) off over there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, obviously, Twilight Princess HD is coming out very soon. This is
0: your year. This is the year of Courtney.
3: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but uh, there's mostly I'm also super excited for all of the indie games that are coming out this year. I published an article on Remesh that was a list of 11 indie games that were coming in 2016. It was a good list. Uh, God, there's so many cool things. There's a few games um, that I wrote down here that weren't on that list that I almost included, including... um, Waddam, which is the new game by the creator of Katamari Damacy, and that looks super mm-hmm. fun and bizarre and weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Below, which is a new roguelike by um, Cabibara Games, who made Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Mm-hmm. Um, and Below it just looks gorgeous, but it's really, really hard. I played it at PAX, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a roguelike, and those games, you always you mm-hmm. get hit once, and then it's like, well, go back all the way to the beginning. Yeah. Right. Um, Jenny LeClew looks great. That's like a, you're a girl detective and you're investigating this crime and it's got a branching storyline and really cool looking art. Uh, gosh, there's like tons on this list. Oxenfree is coming out like next week, mm-hmm. uh, very soon. And that one looks really beautiful as well. There's so many beautiful games. Can you remind me what Oxenfree is about? Because I think you've told me like five times and every
1: time I forget. <laughs> Oxenfree. Yeah, it was that elf hat. It was that elf hat. It elf just makes your brain stuff. Just go.
3: Uh Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) Oxenfree is sort of a, a thriller about a group of teenagers who are on an island overnight doing like a high school sleepover. And then things start to get weird. And it just looks very beautiful. And the main character or like she'll have speech bubbles that pop up above her head. And you get to choose which one you want her to say and so it's it's very fluid in terms of its branching dialogue there's not a lot of like pausing to make your decision it's just sort of like go and it blends together really nicely that sounds super cool i'm excited yeah
0: i think also um fallen london is bringing or putting out their app this year which i'm very excited about that's a browser game that i've played on and off for years uh, made by Fail Better Games in England, who a charming, charming company, and they're finally putting out an app, which is wonderful because this game it's totally text based. It is perfect, like for that kind of style of play where you're just checking in and making some decisions, and you know, then going about your work day as you do. So <laughs> I'm very excited mm-hmm. for that app to come out.
1: Cool. Yeah. Anything else, Courtney? Oh, gosh, yes. Courtney <laughs> has like
0: a 20-game list over there. She did her homework. I did I didn't homework. want to dominate
3: the whole conversation. <laughs> you well, have to. Uh, I have a very specialized piece of knowledge. Okay, Simone, why don't you tell us about Night in the Woods? Because you've played that game, and I'm really excited for it. But I want you to talk.
0: <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, Night in the Woods is um, an, an adventure game about this cat named May who comes back to her hometown after dropping out of college. And it's a really, I think one of the best looks at what it feels like to be a a deadbeat millennial. Um, She's, you know, back in her very small hometown that she hates. She's living with her parents and she doesn't really know what she wants to do with her life. And then in the very beginning of the game, we find out that her best friend is moving away with his boyfriend and it's kind of like their last night together. Um, in this town. And I I don't really know much about the game beyond that first half hour or so that I've played, but the dialogue is like searingly hilarious and and very jargony, but in a way that isn't totally awkward. Like so, you know sometimes when you have young adults talking in a piece of media, it sounds like it was written by somebody who is 80 years old and is imitating what teenagers or young adults sound like, and that's never fun. This is the opposite <laughs> of that. Um it's Wonderful dialogue, very witty, very funny. Um, And the whole game itself is – it's interesting gameplay. Like you'll play as May running around the town and climbing buildings and stuff and then there's a mini game where you're picking up donuts and eating them and it's full of these – Interesting interactions like that with objects
1: in the world, and nice. yeah, I played it as cat, cat eating donuts. That's, exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Everyone's cool. an animal, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's funny about animals eating donuts. Uh, we were just uh, buying a new calendar for Anna to put in her room. Oh yeah, and she, there's there was a picture of a pug eating a donut. <laughs> Was on the cover of it, and that's where she picked it. She's like she dogs and donuts. She just like loves it's the a combination. Great combo. So. She's gonna it's be trying to, to like. feed donuts to your dogs now. You realize that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think she wants them for herself. <laughs> honestly, yeah, that'd be a tough
3: sacrifice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, Linda, what about you? Um, I I'm excited for Zelda for Woo-hoo. sure. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about another thing that I'd like to mention and I don't know if I'm personally that excited about it but I'm excited for the country and that is this game called Eco which is actually in alpha and I think it's on I think you can get it on Steam but it's a kind of ecological simulator that was developed with education in mind so classrooms can take over a whole you know ecosystem and try to manage it and make the animals evolve and, and, you know, in the process, learn all about ecology and how to keep the balance correct, you know, too many predators Mm -hmm. eating too many prey and, you know, trying to keep everything working. And so, yeah, I think that'll be a good game for classrooms. Nice. That sounds yeah. very cool. Oh. oh, and I'm I'm excited about the VR stuff coming out. Too. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. We forgot yeah. about that. VR. Actually, <laughs> the Oculus
0: Rift is coming out. I know. I'm,
2: I'm, you guys, I'm going to buy one. I'm going <gasps> to buy – maybe not that one, but I'm going to buy some VR okay. thing. Oh, cool. wow. nice. you, you might wait. have to help me figure out which one, but I want to buy one. I kind
0: of want to save up for PlayStation VR since that's apparently the ecosystem I've embedded myself in.
1: Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think um, that we were super interested in it until my husband came out of his office last night and told me that his computer is VR ready. <gasps> oh. <laughs> um, so, so I guess now we're good in that area.
3: I, yeah, I, I've i said this before. I can't say it enough. I wasn't excited for VR until I tried it. And
2: yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing. You can't really yeah.
3: describe it. It's very
0: cool. Yeah. Then we can play Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes as it was intended to be played. Oh, that's another thing. I think um, Steel Crate Games, who made Keep Talking, they're up for the Best Debut Award. Oh yeah, I I saw that. Yeah, I can't remember if it's GDC or Dice, but they are up for that. Nice. I'm super proud of them. We met them at PAX, and they just seem so nice. And, uh, I mean, their idea is awesome, first of all, to make a VR party game where you only need one VR headset. Super that clever. Is my jam. And it
3: works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they did a great job with that one. Yeah, I'm proud of them. Um, My kids. <laughs> I know uh, the game Nog, which I'm really excited for. I'm pretty sure will have be available for PSVR, but not exclusive to that. Nog is really cool because you're there are these floating like monster heads, and you can sort of uh, flip knobs and turn things around and tilt them and stuff. And the you don't always know what the puzzle is that you're trying to solve. That's kind of like part of the puzzle is figuring out the puzzle. And when I played it, I guess, like, they had some modifications to do, and they said they were going to make it easier because it was really hard. But apparently I was one of the mm. only people at PAX to <laughs> beat the demo. <laughs> That's but the I... way
1: I feel it. Um, a Cuphead at PAX. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, like, I picked it up, and I'm like, I couldn't even do anything with it. It was like this little boss battle thing. And I was like, yeah, I want to play this game because it looks so cool. And, yeah, no, I couldn't play <laughs> That yeah. is one of the games yeah, that
0: made our our intern Ingrid's list of it games did. that she's excited about. Um, yeah, what a cool animation style! Yeah, it is. Definitely it's underused.
1: like Yeah, it's like old, like nineteen thirties, like original Mickey Mouse type animation, and it's super cool looking. Yeah, really looks cool.
2: Everybody has to look at Ingrid's um, post that went up today. It was it's so good. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yay,
0: Ingrid. <laughs> Yay! Best yeah. intern. If you ever. listen to every episode right. of the podcast, you know that she guessed it a couple of weeks ago. I think it was our last episode before Christmas that she guessed it on. Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. She's wonderful. Read her work. Yeah, it's our Twitter <laughs> feed.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Twitter and Facebook for sure. Um, we haven't. So, mentioned... Linda, did, oh, did you have anything else besides VR stuff? And nah, I think that's enough. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Okay. How about you, Nicole?
1: <laughs> um, I am looking forward to Ratchet and Clank. Oh, because yeah. I love yeah. Ratchet and Clank, and I haven't played one in a very long time, and this one looks super cool. It was funny as I was setting up my account on my PS4 um, a couple of days ago so that I could play Amplitude. Like, I, I had to pick Captain Quark as my <laughs> avatar. Like, this is so great. I can pick Captain Quark. I'm getting so excited for these is games. Is Ratchet again. and
0: Clank a PS4?
1: Yes, exclusive. Nice. Yes, the, all the Ratchet and Clank's are PS4 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole,
2: can I ask how hard is it going to be to play? Is it something I could pick up? Do you think? Or
1: um, I is think it... so. It's like a third person platformer slash shooter. So kind yeah. of in the vein of Tomb Raider, a little bit, yeah. um, but okay. more cartoony. Um, it has never seemed that. Hard to me. Okay. Like, one of the things that it, like the previous ones, have really done really, really well is that they're just the right amount of challenge. You know, like you want to be That's challenged. In some, yeah, yeah. I mean, no other game has done that that I have played where it has been, it just, it really just gets it right. So you're not getting frustrated because you can't get past a part, but you're challenged at the same time. Yeah. Which is super cool. Yeah. Great. Um, so hopefully that one will be like it is a reimagining. As, as they say of the original game which is really cool um it's coming out about the same time as the movie which hey. <laughs> is getting kind of weird it's a movie it's a game based on a movie based on a game but hey it's very incestuous it oh,
2: is you know that reminds me of another thing that i could be excited for and that's the new final fantasy 7 game oh, is that coming yeah. kind out of this year
1: I um, doubt it, but I'm excited so. about it. You know, because, <laughs> they're talking about it a lot, which is really strange. Yeah, yeah, because my
2: son Chris was obsessed with that game. I mean, he started playing it when he was a little kid, and he just he loved it. You know, and it made a huge impression on his life. I think the whole yeah. story you know, and the you know the way the team was working to mm-hmm. I don't know all uh, that stuff. Kind of, he tried to introduce me to it and i visually could not understand what was happening in the game because the it's just little mm-hmm. pixels right like yeah. it's so far back that i could not interpret what was happening and so i couldn't play it but i but i think it'd be fun to play you could get another shot, the new version. Yeah. yeah i
3: know a, a lot of people in our generation that was one of the a very popular candidate for the ga- number one game that got people into gaming right yeah, the two that I heard the most were Final Fantasy VII and uh, Legends of the Ocarina of Time. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, they're both really good. The stories are, gr- are yeah. great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what else am I looking forward to? Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare <laughs> yeah. 2. Nice. Um, it's super cool. Oh, my husband and I played that first game so much. Oh, my God. We both unlocked everything. Because, like, it actually did something really cool. Um, it became... Uh, It wasn't free to play, but it became sort of uh, microtransactions in it later on Mm -hmm. after it launched. And the thing that was cool about that is because it used um, card packs to open up your upgrades or your new costumes or whatever. That's your jam. Yeah, but so buying a card pack means that you can't really pay to win. Yeah. You know, so uh, and all the upgrades were just like different skins like your your sport guy can be a, a a football player or a golf player or a golf player, which was absolutely hilarious. Um, But yeah, super, super cool online, you know, multiplayer, which I don't do very much, but, this one was super fun. You didn't have to, like, listen to anybody. Online, <laughs> yeah, which is it. always Ideal. nice. Yeah, and it's, and it's easy to play. It's not like a Halo or a Call of Duty where mm-hmm. if you're hopping in there for the first time, you're just going to get massacred. This one <laughs> was a lot easier to kind of pick up and play. And it was uh, it was super awesome. So I'm looking forward nice. to that one as well. And there was something else I was going to say. Oh, Quantum Break. Quantum Break is the new um, new game by the people who made Alan Wake. I think Remedy is the name of the studio. Um, so they've been working on this for a while. It's Xbox One exclusive. I am, you know, cautiously <laughs> excited for it because I did not think Alan Wake was a very good game. Um, a and controversial
0: are, opinion, I think. It
1: is a controversial opinion, but I'm sorry. It was not a very <laughs> good game. Um, so, yeah.
0: Okay, I think that's, that's me. the
1: one that's
3: uh, starring Sean Ashmore, right? I don't I know, really. So.
1: Anyway, that, that
3: actor, it's your friend of Dean Martin, <laughs> that actor has a twin brother, which confused me a lot because they're both actors. <laughs> um, but one, the the brother was on Smallville, and he was in X Men. Oh,
0: you know, that's kind of like the devil's bargain. If you are a twin, like either your twin is an actor and becomes famous and then you get mistaken for them all the time or you run the danger of being the less successful
3: actor twin. I don't know which would be worse. You know, I didn't realize that um, Bill Murray is in a bunch of movies with his older brother and I didn't realize it was his older brother until someone pointed it out to me and now I can't. They look identical. That's but it's weird. it like, blew my mind. <laughs> He's in Whoa. Groundhog Day. Um, no, who?
2: The, Who's his older brother? Uh,
3: he's the mayor in Groundhog Day, I think, who then, like, chokes on the thing, and he like, oh, That's his no. older brother.
2: No. Oh. That would
3: be worse, being the older sibling of a
1: more successful <laughs>
3: actor.
0: <laughs>
1: I think that would be worse for any sibling, honestly. <laughs>
0: You know? Well,
1: if you're if you're just related to the
0: person and you don't look like them and they're not and you are not famous, I think that's fine cuz you know, presumably you're doing your own thing. You're you're living your best life. But if you yeah. also want to be a famous actor, ooh, son. That's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> that's too sad to think about.
1: Yeah. It goes the same way for um for kids. Uh, mm. If their parents are are famous, they they have all this pressure put on them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just I'm looking at list of uh, games coming out next year uh, on Game Informer. I want to give them credit; they have a huge list of video games with schedule. They have them broken down by month if they know it, and then they have a lot more where the date hasn't been confirmed, but they've sort of been announced for this year. And the other one that I forgot is Gigantic. Oh yeah, uh, I was yeah. going to say that too, <laughs> which yeah. is Xbox One, um, PC, third person MOBA. Uh, which is super cool I played it at PAX Um, you can pick like your different champions just like you can in the League of Legends or whatever and you've got your tank and your uh, marksman and you know all that other kind of stuff but it's down on the ground it's third person and you are trying to protect uh, your big I forget what they call them but it's like a huge god ish sort of animal guardian? Guardian I think it is a guardian I think it is Hey, um, hey! Um, but yeah, so you're pr- trying to protect him, and you, you know your team is trying to at the same time go get the other one, and um, it's really, it's really, really cool. I had a lot of fun. I actually think it we're going to go play fun. it soon yeah. um, again. It's it's been delayed. It was supposed to come out uh, in fall, and I'm actually glad it's been delayed mm-hmm. because I played through some of the stuff on the beta, and it was <laughs> not ready for release. Nicole, um, what
2: what do you think um, – when you're playing a mobile like League of Legends, there's so much going on. There's so much to keep track of. Yeah. Did this seem any simpler or is it going to be just as rich um, and complex?
1: Um, I think it wasn't quite as complex. I mean, you've got your map that you can see in the right. upper corner where you can see all your people are and everything. But um, – the world wasn't totally huge, and it, it didn't necessarily have lanes like, um, right. like mm-hmm. other MOBAs have. It was more kind of just a, almost like a team, uh, you know, team against team kind of thing, yeah. which is actually yeah. what Battleborn is, too. That's another game that's coming out this year yeah. that is a third-person, on-the-ground MOBA-type thing. Um, so, yeah, it would be interesting to see how those do. That sounds you know, fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it at PAX. Like I said, when I played the beta at home, it was not so great. Um, besides just me knowing it was not ready for release, I couldn't find anybody to play in it. Oh, <laughs> I man. just could not find a game at all. I was so disappointed. Um, but yeah, so I'm um, kind of glad that that's been delayed because hopefully they can, you know, fix all the bugs and mm-hmm. work out the wrinkles and have it be a good, good game. Um, so, yeah, so is there anything else anybody wanted to add? And Courtney, is there Simone. anything else on your list? Why are
3: you looking at me,
0: Courtney?
1: Doesn't
3: Mass Effect Andromeda come out
1: this year? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. I forgot about I that I can't one. talk
3: about
0: that or know anything about it, though, because I still haven't finished Mass Effect 3. What? because I'm poop. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, I also do want to do a really quick shout out to um Tacoma is coming out this year, which is by the studio that made Gone Home and that looks beautiful. Oh, cool. Uh Firewatch is coming out next month, which I'm really excited about and also looks beautiful and there's a there's a cute turtle in the trailer. Uh, and it, and then Unravel is coming out next month, oh, which is right, adorable. Right, right. Yes. Very cool. What's it Unravel? Also, uh, Unravel stars a little a little fellow made of yarn named Yarny, oh, and he's right, wandering right. through okay. northern Scandinavia the one
0: by the world's cutest game developer, Martin Selene Martin Celine, uh-huh. he's got these is, great
3: hand tattoos.
0: On he's a... so cool. <laughs> he's so gentle and soft spoken, and seems like he'd be lovely to like sit down and have a cup of tea with. And then he has these awesome hand tattoos, and it's 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 a wonderful gesture. <laughs> I would like to be his friend. Friend, yes, Why I would also like to be his Why know
1: that he friend. has hand tattoos? Because he you talks like in videos. videos of him. Well, well he, he presented at E three. First, of I all, know, but that's the first like time we
0: noticed the hand tattoos. Second,
1: on stage, like far away. <laughs> And close-ups, you know. I guess my eyes aren't good enough. He yeah.
3: had his own little yarny doll that he'd made, so that, that he was, was holding in his tattooed
0: hands, his Aww. gentle okay. tattooed hands. And then
3: he he made another one and he gave it away to a fan. And his video about like giving it away was so cute. He's I like, legitimately cried. <laughs> I'm gonna cry right now. <laughs> he's precious, and the game looks precious.
0: Yeah, it's. I hope it. I hope it's as good as um, the promotional materials have <laughs> been. Yes. Certainly won me over in my heart yeah. area.
1: And hopefully uh, valid promotional materials unlike the eagle flying for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> wow,
0: Nicole, how dare you slander <laughs> the best ad campaign of twenty fifteen? The uh, Eagle it's cool. Pictures from Ubisoft. That was video. It is definitely yeah. cool. There were pictures and
3: video.
1: Oh, you know, just my favorite was nothing to do with the game.
3: I loved when the Eagle got in the fight with the seagull. <laughs>
1: In case anyone doesn't know what we're
0: talking about, um, Ubisoft sent out some wonderful promotional images of an eagle for Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It was an American bald eagle in London. Uh, they had a video of the eagle, whose name was Sydney, flying around London, I'm comparing the real-life footage that the eagle had captured with its GoPro to uh, footage from the game, City, the city in the game. And then they had pictures of the eagle, glamour shots, if you will, um, and then a fantastic picture, which is definitely the best image taken in 2015, which was from the GoPro eagle perspective of the eagle about to collide with a seagull, <laughs> which – Nice. Made my life complete. It was so good. I loved it. I, every day, I fantasize about being in the room, the marketing room, where they came up with this idea, because I just, I just want to be on a, a fly on a wall in that room. I want to know what happened, what went down, whose idea was it? Who?
2: But, but there was no bald eagle in Victorian England, no, or in the game. They are or not in...
1: native to England. <laughs> no, exactly. They are not. Right. <laughs>
2: That would be really yeah. confusing. You know
1: what I was thinking, though, uh, Simone, was it is it Ubisoft that's doing that crazy VR game? Yes, where indeed. Where you're a bird? So maybe that's what they're using that footage for.
0: That was the first thing I thought of, except that's in Paris.
1: That eagle is in Paris. Well, I'm not talking about specifically London, but just oh, kind
3: of.
0: just the idea the of an bird, eagle? Yeah, the yeah. bird's eye
1: perspective. When thing. they
3: announced that game, we all thought of the bird promos, <laughs> the eagle <laughs> promos. Eagle Flight.
0: Unfortunately, the VR game that I am least excited for just because watching the trailer almost made me puke. Yeah. But, you know, I'll
3: try it. That is (laughs) a risk with virtual reality. If if there's any latency or if you don't design it really well, you could have some... Serious Puking. discomfort. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Pukage, if you will, I believe is the technical term. I get yeah.
3: nauseated watching regular 2D games all yeah. the time. I can't play oh. first-person shooters for more than half an
1: hour. Yeah. Then I have to stop. I used to be able to play them a lot, but now I can't play them very much, which makes me sad. Um, although I have considered buying lots of Dramamine and just taking <laughs> them <Sometimes laughs> before it's I open a game. <laughs> it's,
0: it's rough, I think, because with... VR games and criticizing the the nausea factor, I don't, I guess I, I'm sure you have to take into account the idea of whether it's the technology or the game itself because, I, I mean, the, some of the Oculus games that I played at PAX definitely did make me sick. But I don't think it was necessarily anything to do with the game. It was more the fact that it was one of the first times I had done first-person VR with the Oculus and I was not used to it. Um, so I, I never mentioned that in any of the write-ups I did because i a, I'm sure it doesn't apply to everyone. B it was a, you know it was very person specific. And I know Oculus is working to reduce um, those fa- the factors that make people nauseous when they play VR games. So I don't know. I, that's why I'm really excited to try out the final version of the Oculus Rift.
3: Yeah, the longest uh, VR demo I had was when we went to Valve, and I had, mm-hmm. we were yeah. we probably had the headset on for about 45 minutes, and I never felt sick. Mm -hmm. which was really impressive. Interestingly enough, when I was looking around, uh, I felt like I was about six inches shorter than I actually was, which was really, like,
1: bizarre. Like, Mm -hmm. the the floor seemed to be going through my ankles. That's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) It It was right on target for me. I didn't get sick for most of it. I got sick at the end when you were, like, floating through, like, all this, like, shapes and stuff flying by I got yeah. sick for that but I didn't get sick for the rest of it which was really cool
0: I really want to try the jumping off a ledge thing because I want to see if I can convince my brain to do it because I feel like kids will jump off the ledge but adults Ugh. can't make themselves
3: do it
2: I, I want to do c- it I
1: could not do that oh my I God. closed my eyes and then I did it I, nice I, I just, just like
3: you cheated <laughs> I slid my foot forward to like make sure that there was ground there and then I stepped <laughs> that's cheating too <laughs> oh. I would probably
0: throw up I'd probably collapse and vomit <laughs> myself to death um, but it'd be an experience. One that I'm willing to
1: have. <laughs> yes. It was really neat. I mean, it's it's really funny how and like uh what's his name? Ken Birdwell, I think he was mm-hmm. the one who was giving us the mm-hmm. demo, explained that once you hit a certain age, your brain just clicks that you shouldn't be walking off or jumping into something you yeah. know deeper yeah. than you should be like he, he uh, told
3: me that he had you know he worked on building this headset and he couldn't convince himself to step off the ledge yeah i want to try i just want
1: to know man it's all i want mm-hmm. in life
2: it's so realistic it's so scary yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I have a funny anecdote about that, actually. Uh, In Cancun, one of the restaurants that we went to, the, like, Mayan restaurant, Mm -hmm. you go down the steps, you have to go down steps to get to the regular restaurant, but right at the bottom of the steps, they had, like, a two- or three-foot-deep, like, fake archaeological thing that was covered in glass, but as you stepped off that last step it really looked like you were going to fall into this thing. And it was really disorienting. And we sat at a table that was like right by the stairs. And it was funny just to watch. So many, <laughs> so many people that would try to like jump over it or not stand yeah. on it. But yeah, yeah, it was, that was, it was really cool. That's I thought awesome. that that was, yeah. It nice. gives their restaurant a, a bit of uniqueness, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I All like right. being terrified when I eat. Yeah. <laughs> It, w- it wasn't terrifying, though. It was funny once we got past. <laughs> um, okay, so we're excited for lots of stuff. Let's move into what we're playing. Uh, are we at Assassin's Creed Syndicate again, you guys? Uh, no.
0: <laughs> I'm playing Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I never played the Dead Kings DLC that came out after Unity, um, which was offered for free as an apology for shipping a broken game. Um, which, again, it wasn't broken when I played it, and that's reflected in my review. I love Unity. Uh, so I'm finally playing Dead Kings. I'm really enjoying it so far. It is, it's it's um, a little bit glitchy, but... I, it's it's way more focused on exploring in the caverns underneath Paris and doing puzzles, environmental puzzles, which is something that yeah. I so,
1: so missed. I love puzzles.
0: I know. But it's I wonderful. I love
1: environmental puzzles. Me too. Oh, Tomb Raider oh, didn't have enough of them. <laughs> you should play some Zelda, Nicole, now
3: that you have a Wii U. Yeah.
1: That, that yeah. is true. I loved Ocarina of Time and all those puzzles. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anyhow. Sorry.
0: No, that that's pretty much it. I I'm, and okay. It's um concluding Arno's story so far in a way which i enjoy um you if you've spoken to me about unity you might know that i found the ending very sad and disheartening and depressing and awful um which is why i spend a lot of time pretending that it never happened but (laughs) dead kings is kind of moving forward with his story in a way that i find believable so happy with that happy with it so far nice love puzzles love dungeons Underground. Not love dungeons. I love
1: dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> I love caverns. Okay. Love caverns. Oh, Stop my God. Stop talking. <laughs> All right. Courtney, are you on the syndicate? Uh, I am playing Assassin's Creed
3: Syndicate. Yesterday, I also played That Dragon Cancer. Uh, oh, cool. Which is the new game by Ryan Green and family about um, what it's like to uh, lose a, son, a young son to cancer. So it was pretty intense. And my review is coming soon. I won't mm. say more now. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> also lots of Assassin's Creed. Uh, I think you could say more. Yeah. Um, Encourage people to read your review. Yeah, it was – I have I have complicated feelings about it. Mm. Um, something like this is, like – it's such an important game, and I'm so glad that it exists uh, because I think it does something really important for the conversation about what a video game can be. Uh, but it wasn't perfect. Um, it's pretty much impossible to make the perfect video game. Everything –
0: you know, has problems. I disagree. (laughs) So
3: (laughs) it's going to be, I think, interesting to try to express my complicated emotions in this article in a way that also reflects my, you know, very, very real respect for what they went through. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working on right now.
1: Yeah, I would think that it's almost really hard to review a game like that because you don't want to say anything bad about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. At least for me, it would be like, I would be feeling so horrible if I said anything bad about it.
3: Yeah. I, it's going to be an adventure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, they did a lot of things right. Uh, and mm-hmm. like I said, I total respect for the fact that it exists and for what they went through. And, um, I, I think that it's worth playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, n- not perfect. Um,
2: cool. Yeah. Cool. Linda, how about you? Well, I went to Las Vegas for my mother's 80th birthday. Woo-hoo. And so I played a different kind of game a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot. Um, I also tried to play a little Rise of the Tomb Raider and... I'm still having trouble with that freaking bear. No. <laughs> no, I cannot climb a tree, Nicole, in that you particular can't... place. I can't oh, climb the tree.
1: let me think. Maybe so, you were trees in that one. Yeah, you it have to like – It took a while to do it. You too. go in
2: the cavern and you shoot the bear and then he comes roaring out of this cavern and then you have to run around and like dodge and then hit him with like I don't know how many freaking arrows, like 20. I don't know.
1: So far, I've hit him
2: with like six or seven, and it still hasn't killed him. So
1: try to use your pickaxe as well, because okay. I see. Yeah, I, I did a little.
2: I did. A, I've tried a lot of
1: things, I,
2: <laughs> but the thing remember- about it is, you run away, and the bear is so fast that by the time I get turned around and the get the arrow notched, mm-hmm. you know, then he's like smacking the heck out of me, yeah. and I'm dead. So yeah,
1: definitely try the pickaxe. I seem to remember there okay. being. It's also. Kind of a quick time event that gets triggered oh, okay. when you hit him with a pickaxe where you uh, you you try to, like, dodge his, you know, his bites or whatever right. and shove him away. I'm almost positive that that happened. It's hard for me to remember because I, know, I played that I know, game in two days. It's, it's, so, um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that that's how you that do next. it. I will try that next. I'm
2: trying all kinds of things. So. Yeah. I, I don't think play. you can
1: do it with the
3: arrows. Yeah. Honestly. Before- Before Sony trademarks Let's Plays, you could watch one. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I actually did watch one, and I saw this person. And then oftentimes when I watch a Let's Play and I'm feeling really bad about myself as a gamer, I watch it and I go, you know, I'm not doing all that badly. (laughs) This person had a little trouble, too. That's why I I love Rooster Teeth. They're so bad at video games.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can also change difficulty in Tomb Raider too. Oh, yeah, you um, know I am on the lowest. You're already on the so, Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I'll
2: get there eventually. Thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> um, so for me, I have been playing um, Amplitude, which is a remake of a classic music game by Harmonix. Uh, no oh, classic cool. instruments yeah. needed. Um, but yeah, this game was out for the, I think it was the PlayStation two. Um, and this was back in the era of when the music days was pressing a different button in time to the music. So like mm-hmm. Parappa, the rapper was another one of those. Um, so yeah, so it harkens back to those days and it's, it's really cute, cool. It's really, really pretty. Um, it is PlayStation four exclusive and you yeah. know, led, led to our purchase of the PlayStation <laughs> four, honestly. Um, but yeah, so it's super cool. I'll have my review of that um up on the site this week as well. And then playing Mario Kart with my daughter. Oh. And it's oh. super awesome because she finished uh, a full cups worth of uh races Yay. by herself. Yeah. By oh, herself, man. like all the way around three laps and it was so amazing. That is so cool. really good. Yeah, and uh, every time the, you know, I was you know playing with her so i would be done you know right away um but whenever the finish came up on her screen she would throw her arms out and say i win (laughs) that's
0: awesome that she doesn't mind technically finishing second she's still a winner (laughs) yeah
1: i mean she she gets it a little bit that she didn't actually win um so but i'm like everybody wins sweetie everybody wins that's awesome. But she also picked up something from... She either picked it up from me or my husband, which is not so cool. So I was playing um, as Toad. And obviously, you know, I I beat her. But if you play Mario Kart 8, you know that it keeps showing you um, driving around in the race after you've won. And so my Toad was like passing her or did something like that. And (laughs) she said red mushrooms are BS except for she said the full word (laughs) my husband and I do this a lot Like I do it a lot playing Hearthstone when I'm up against this person that just gets lucky and gets like every single card that works perfectly I don't know whether it was me or my husband that she picked it up for but I was like Oh, oh wow. my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's Is terrible. Is the first time that she's sworn? That's the first time <laughs> that she said at least something like that. I mean, because it was very like purposeful. Like she knew what she meant when she said. It. That's so, so amazing. Mm. I'm sorry. That's terrible. <laughs> Kids are fantastic little Xerox machines. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can try to censor yourself, but it's just you know you're gonna slip up sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: That's Especially sure. since
0: you work with me. I'm not setting a good example for you.
1: (laughs) I remember. It was actually funny. Yeah, I would have laughed. I'm laughing. It it is.
2: It's really funny. I remember that happened when Lisa was two years old, like, you know, kind of almost barely talking. And I heard from the back seat this extremely loud, drawn-out F word (gasps) several times (laughs) in a row. (laughs) And I'm driving the car, and I'm like, where, what, how did that happen? (laughs) She's a little tiny kid. Yeah, it was. That's oh.
1: hilarious. Yeah. Uh,
2: then we, you know, we renewed our attempt to not swear anymore in front of the kids. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. If you want to find us on Facebook, we are simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at Pixelkin underscore org and at Gaming with Moms. If you're subscribed to us on iTunes, please use us as leave us a review. Mm-hmm. If you listen to us on Overcast, you can recommend individual episodes via Twitter. And we are on Blog Talk Radio, just simply Gaming with the Moms. And you can follow us on there. And finally, we have great video content. Watch our video content. It can be found at youtube.com slash pixelkin.org. And thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye. This podcast was recorded in the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.